Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with former bodybuilding champion, bodybuilding coach and guru, George Farah. George, how are you today? What's going on, my brother? Uh, I am excited to talk to you, especially in these t troubled times that we're living in with, with COVID-19 being the big news story. But you yourself are an inspiration and a sign of hope just in humanity. You're an immigrant that survived the Civil War. You're a man who survived cancer on top of everything else. And I heard something that you had a kidney issue at one point, too. Well, because I got shot before. Two years ago, I got shot four bullets, yes, and lost a kidney, lost half my intestines, had seven cardiac arrests. I was pronounced dead a couple of times. Wow. And uh, fast, <laughs> yeah, it's something you didn't know. And then fast forward 20 years later to the date, uh -huh. you know, I, I had the surgery to to remove the biggest cancer. You know, I, I was diagnosed with stage four cancer. Wow. I worked really hard on nutrition and all that. And, and you know, b believe it or not, one of the reasons probably I did get the cancer is because of that gunshot wounds and because of those you know, fragment that they were left inside me for 19, 20 years. And I think that's where, what was the cause, you know, because, you know, we all know lead mm -hmm. caused cancer if you're too close or whatever. So imagine they're involved, you know, they're, they're, they're embedded in your own body because that's exactly where the cancer started is where they did my surgery before previously and where all those like fragments were left. Wow. You know, so, yes. Yana Habibi, you really are a survivor. I mean, you you know, the Lebanese Civil War was not something easy to survive, and you survived that. You got shot, and you got cancer, and survived that on top of everything else. You're an inspiration for people that are suffering now. You know, I mean, we look at Manhattan. Manhattan is closed up. It's an island with eight, nine million people on it, and people are still in the street going out and go, you know, trying to go to bars and restaurants and hanging out and being with their friends, you know, what do you tell people like this since you've survived so much to, to do what they're doing right now, especially in this tragic time? Listen, you know, the bottom line, I love it how people are talking about, <laughs> oh, it's conspiracy, it's Democrat there, it's Republican there. Or whatever. Listen, man. My my wife is a medical director on one of the biggest hospitals in New York, and listen, I, I go there. I volunteer. I'm doing my part because, as many of you know, you heard me probably in previous thing. I'm studying. In a couple of years, I will get my doctor degree also. So you know, I'm trying to help people. Please, please, you guys, stop taking this as a joke. It's not a joke. I see people suffering in front of my own eyes, okay? There is nothing worse than you standing there and the doctor's trying to do anything possible to help you and you're not being able to breathe. Just please try to imagine that you're trying to take air and you aren't able. You're suffocating. So this is, this is what this coronavirus is causing. It's not what people think. It's not a joke. It's really killing a lot of people. You guys, I have left. I, I lost so many friends and, you know, and business partners in Italy. It's, it's sickening. It's mm -hmm. sickening, man. It's, and it's not, it's not going to be too long before we're really going to suffer the consequences here because, like I said, people are taking it like it's a joke, mm -hmm. and it's not, you guys. It's not. You know, people trying to make it like, oh, well, the cold is killing the... Yeah, I understand. Mm -hmm. The difference is the cold, we know how to deal with it. The flu, we know how to deal with it. Mm -hmm. You don't... You know, the flu is not as high, as highly contagious as this, you know, coronavirus. Mm -hmm. It's really, really, really contagious, you guys. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, we're talking about if, if somebody have it and spit and you step in it with your shoes... That stupid thing can survive five days on your shoe. Wow. You understand? You bring it home. So, so you guys need to be very careful, man. Honestly, mm -hmm. you know it, it's a terrible situation, and I I tend to make this joke, not because it's funny, but just to make light of things. Yeah, it, it started in China. They didn't worry. It moved to Italy. It didn't worry. It finally made it to France. Then they started worrying a little bit. Like it, for some reason, it seems 
that in order for someone to care about something happening, it has to hit France before the West actually starts paying attention to it. Let me explain something yeah. to you, okay? Mm-hmm. I have sent, you know, about three or four weeks ago, I sent a text telling people, we have been warned over and over and over with so many things. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, I, I said, you know what? It, what's so sad is, you know, we, I mean, remember, we, let's go back, you know, to, to, to whatever, the, the, big, the beginning of civilization. Mm-hmm. I can't speak. Anyway. <laughs> So, you know, we're talking like, you know, from the beginning, people, all what they do, they thrive and how to survive. Oh. You know, we try how to, you know, better ourselves from, you know, being farmers, from being, you know, to make, to make more food, to progress, to instead of living in a tent, living in houses, schooling people, whatever. And we have so many things from malaria to... Uh, chicken pox, you know, many, 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 many diseases throughout the years. Right. And we we'll always beat it, and we we'll always, you know, come around and and beat it, and, and mm-hmm. you know, which is which is a good thing. The only problem is, you know, like people forget AIDS, people forget all that stuff that we've been getting hit, and those are warning. As a matter of fact, is what making me so sad because I always do research and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, forget about like the robots taking so many, you know, humans, you know, uh, places at work right mm-hmm. now. They actually building robots that have no feelings or no heart. You know what I'm saying? And they yeah. say it's gonna be like amazing. It's gonna be better than human. Well, are you kidding me? You, so, so basically, those guys thinking now they're creator. They forgot. They forgot. You know. That what God really made and, and who made us. They really forgot what, what this whole world and life is all about. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's so sad that they think they're better than God all of a sudden. Well, guess what? You're not better than God because God can show you in seconds what could happen. I mean, look at, you know how many airports this, this virus passed by? You know how yeah. many people, how many airlines went on and stuff? and traveled the whole world and they still until today almost all the big nations and stuff you know they're acting like oh it's not that big deal well believe me they they are all worried they are all shitting their pants so to speak you know what i'm saying because this is a warning man this is a really big warning if this is not gonna get us all together Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and start praying and start really believing you know, in a higher power, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. There's something's wrong with the humanity. Because, brother, I'm telling you right now, I saw what's going on, man, with my own eyes. Right. My friend sent me video. He worked at the hospital in Iran. Mm-hmm. I was, I, I couldn't sleep for two days. And and like I said, my business partner in, in Italy, he was showing me stuff. He was telling me about our friends. They passed. And so many of our friends, you know, in the hospital. This is very sad, man. We need right. to wake up as a world. And mm-hmm. honestly, it could be many reasons that this has happened. You know why? Yeah. Because between South Korea and North Korea and, and Russia and United States and China and stuff, they're all, they, they're trying to see who's going to out, outdo the other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were probably heading to a World War Three, and maybe God, you know, he sent that thing mm-hmm. to tell us, you know what, you're not in charge. Back off, because could you imagine? Maybe this. Believe me, man. I have I have no doubt in my mind mm-hmm. that we will have hundred thousands, you know, if not more, dying from this coronavirus. Mm-hmm. But it will be a lot less than if we have nuclear war, you know, third third war. Because you're talking about millions and millions of people could die innocent. Mm-hmm. They have nothing to do with nothing, you know. Right. I mean, look at the war all over. All over the world, they stopped because of that coronavirus. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's message in it, but people don't want to. They don't want to hear it, man. Like you said, I beat cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, I beat gunshot. You know why? You know, I love it when, like, you know, like I, I, I for five months, I did an amazing diet. You know, alkaline diet mm-hmm. and everything. And the doctors, when I was going to, you know, one of the biggest, you know, cancer institute. You know, like to to get you know uh, my my radiation and my mm-hmm. chemo and stuff. I told them, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be you know like mm-hmm. they give me about fifteen percent to survive. I said right. I don't believe in percentage. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna beat this. 
So anyway, make the story short. They said, you know, like they, they said, what do you mean? I said, you know, I'm going to help you guys with the food and, and you know, with everything, you mm-hmm. know, I know at the beginning, I swear you guys, they were laughing at me. They, mm-hmm. they, they thought like, yeah, okay, good luck kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then like if, after a couple of months, they stopped paying attention. Four months later, four months later, the whole unit got together and they want to meet with me and my wife. My wife, she was so worried. I said, honey, what are you worried about? Mm-hmm. She said, honey, this is not good. They all want to talk to you. I said, honey, I bet you it's something very good because I'm working out. I'm gaining weight. Right. I haven't threw up once. I didn't lose my hair. I said, it's going to be good. I went there and they offered me a freaking job. Wow. You understand? Mm-hmm. They, uh, yeah, they offer me. They offer me a job, you know. So it, it's so funny. And they 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 said we have never seen. You know, the, the lady who's in charge. Of, she said I've been here for 29 years or 32 years. I don't remember exactly. She said I've never seen anybody from stage four to nothing that fast. Wow. She said so. Please, we we really need you to to tell us what's going on. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. So I told him. I said, listen, the food. This. I said, and, and most importantly, God, you know, is in charge and stuff. And one of the doctors looked at me. They said, well, don't say God. It's you. I looked at him. I'm like, who am I without God? Mm-hmm. Who gave me the brain? Who made me? And they all looked at me like, you know, they saw me like I'm getting upset. Mm-hmm. But, but just to show you, like mm-hmm. some people, they they think that they're God, dude. Mm-hmm. You're not. If you are, you would have been freaking like, you know, saving this, this people, saving yeah. the world so quickly and knowing what's going on. Unfortunately, medicine is failing. You know what I'm saying? I, right. I'm sorry I'm talking too much. No, 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 really, please. I really want to get it. You know, you, you know, I want to teach, I want to teach the listeners something <laughs> that your doctor will never tell you. Do you guys understand or know that each individual, we have between 32 and 50 trillion cells, 32 and 50 trillion cell, you guys. That's how God made us. And each one cell have 1.4 volt. Mm-hmm. So now you say to yourself, that's not a lot of voltage, but take 1.4 volt times 50 trillion. You, you talking the 7 trillion volts. You can light up a city. You can light up a town, each individual. And it's all controlled by your brain. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So your brain can do a massive things, amazing things, as long as you know how to work it. So each and every one of us, you want to heal? Listen, I'll show you a way real simple. Instead of you panicking and being worried and your cortisol level goes up, mm-hmm. stay home. A human only need really to stay home right now. Because even if, if there's nothing wrong with you and you got the virus, if you stay home you know, and you don't keep getting it over and over, you're going to beat it. Mm-hmm. Because people don't understand, man, you know, from your skin to, to your sneezing, to your, 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 your eyes when they water, to your mucus, everything. This is all mechanism, defense mechanism that God gave us to beat everything. And, and, you know, and if it went to your throat and you swallow it with water or whatever, you, you, now even if it managed to go inside you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you have the acidity in your stomach can kill any virus, right. you know? And now even if it went to you or, or, or you have an open wound or you really end up getting it, you know, you didn't pay attention, you still, you have so many cells, it's hard for me to explain to you one by one, but there's something called T-cell at the end, it will take anything it's like a you know like a police it checks mm-hmm. every one of your cells going inside you know and, and you know and, it, and say okay well you know this is sick so what it does it doesn't kill it it just actually attached to it and it poison it mm-hmm. that's how it dies so so we you know our creator made made us like amazing man you're talking millions of cells inside us you know like it, it, it is really amazing how our body but in order to do this if you catch it, you have to stay away for two weeks, mm-hmm. and you will heal yourself, except if you have complications, you have so many things, then you mm-hmm. have to get the doctors. And, and, I'm, and I'm saying this especially for your listener, the mm-hmm. younger guys, yeah. you know what I mean? Because they have such a great immune system, they can be carrying it and giving it to their mom, dad, mm-hmm. grandpa, grandma. It's sad. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do that, you guys. Yeah. That's why we're trying to stay, the young guys, stay away 
you know, like really, you, you got to stay away from clubs and doing all that stuff. You know, instead, man, sit down home, pray, you know, have some, some quality time. You know, yeah. people forget about quality time, man. All what they do is like everybody on his phone, like a robot. And, and you know, they don't talk each, to each other. Maybe this is time for us to really like relax, man, sit mm -hmm. back and, and, and like start enjoying one another. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I was joking with with a couple of friends of mine the other day, you know, via text message and phone call and whatever else, because I'm not going out to see anybody other than going to the grocery store, picking up food, coming home. That's it. I said, this is our chance to either end up being, you know, uh, starring on an episode of My 600 Pound Life, or we're basically living in the biggest loser house and we have the chance to, you know, no distraction, nothing, exercise and take care of our health. Those are our two options right now. And George, you know, you started off training and bodybuilding in the middle of a civil war. You started focusing on your health because you had to stay healthy in order to move in Lebanon. You know, what's it like not only trying to eat healthy when there's struggles and there's no food to eat, but, you know, there's constant gunshots and bombs going off and everything and still trying to maintain a mentally health healthy disposition, a spiritual healthy disposition and a physical one on top of it. You, you know, you it's funny you said that because you, I'm wondering if you read one of my my texts I put out there because I said, man, you know, I lived 15 years during the war, you know, like bombs everywhere, people dying everywhere. We we never ran out of toilet paper. That's for, you know. so I don't know what's going on. We live in America, man. You know, you, you guys, I don't know what they're worried about toilet paper or whatever. Just stay home, you know, wash your butt. And I mean... But, but seriously, man, like, to take this joke aside, yeah. you know, bodybuilding saved my life because almost, I mean, almost all my friends, literally, mm -hmm. like, I have 61 of my good friends that I have their picture of all the seas mm -hmm. during the war. So I was the only one that bodybuild, and I used to go to the gym because in the gym, mm -hmm. it doesn't know color, doesn't know religion, doesn't know anything. We used to all work out as brothers. We didn't care. We didn't care what your religion is, what your name is. You know, it's so sad. It's year 2020, and people still freaking worry about this guy's Christian, this guy's Muslim, this guy's Jewish. Shame on you. Really, really shame on you. We should say we're all human. Mm -hmm. That's why, you know, I don't like to talk about religion because the religion is the root of all evil, man. People killing, killing each other. For no reason except religion. Seriously, you killed somebody because of religion reason? This is so sad. Tell me one religion. I don't care what religion you practice. Tell me one religion, one Bible, one book, one Quran. It tells you that you should kill one another or, or you should cheat one another or, or, you know, or harm one another. None, yeah. none. But like I said, man, people forget about this stuff. So the gym was the only thing that saved me, kept me. And you know what? Since that day, I, you know, I, I, I start focusing on life. That it's going to be a religion and, and race free or whatever, because that that's how I am, man. That's how, you know, like, you know, we have we have an author named Jubran, Khalil Jubran. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sure you know who he oh, is. Yeah. He's Lebanese. You know? Yeah. And he was in Boston, right? If you go in one of his books, he said, I feel bad and sad for every country or any country that have more than one religion and more than one, you know, color. Because what he meant to say is he knows how human mentality is. They're going to kill each other over stupid religion, man. It's so sad. I mean, it's been years. Enough is enough, you know, like we should be able to land the hand to one another, help each other, love one another, because at the, at the end, we are only visitors on this earth, only visitors. And then you from all the people, you heard probably what I said when I was on the other interview, you know, yeah. I told him, I said, my grandpa taught me something very, very important. I don't know what it was at a time, but I know I was in the gym, 11, 12 years old, and he told me, you're working out? I said, yeah. I said, good for you. Stay away from that. He said, I want to teach you. I want to tell you something. You got to promise me when you get older, you got to do. I said, w what is it, Pa? He said, I want you to go to three places, visit three places. One of them, I want you to go to hospital. I said, how come? He said, because I want you to see when people are sick, how important your health is. 
and damn it, when I was in the hospital, man, mm. uh, last time, you know, laying in bed, I'm like, oh my God, you know, because they, after the surgery, man, they ruined me. They, mm. I got ruined. My mind is not there. Opioid, the whole nine yard messed me up. And all what I kept thinking about my grandpa, I'm like, man, he was so right. Because life goes on for everybody, except mm. you're laying there. He said, second place, the prison. To teach you how important is your freedom is. You know what I'm saying? So don't do anything wrong against God or against human so you don't end up losing your freedom. And you know what? I have a couple of friends of mine mm -hmm. who are in a business together. They tried to screw me when I was sick, and they all went to jail afterwards. I don't know why. It's karma probably. Mm -hmm. But I felt so bad seeing my friends in jail, man. And I'm like, man, again, my grandpa was right. And he said, in the third place, I want you to go to funeral. He said, but listen, pay attention. Not any funeral. Go to funeral to somebody you know. You know very well that he had a lot of money. I said, how come? Are they going to give us food or something? He goes, no, because I want you to see how much money he's going to take with him. And you know what? He's right, man. When you die, you're not going to take nothing. Yeah. So it really still amazed me that people can't think this way. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm, my, I'm, I'm in my late 40s now. I started thinking a little different because... You know, I'm like, oh, my God, you know, he's right. Grandpa's right. Why? Oh, I, I wanted to get the Lamborghini, and I want to get this, and I want to, you know what? It's, dude, you're going you're gonna to go. You're not going to take nothing with you. So the best thing is to do is to help one another. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Leave legacy behind you. Say, man, I want to help people instead of screwing people and stabbing people in the back. For what? So you can make an extra thousand, ten, a hundred thousand? Then what? You're not gonna take any of that with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is this is really like I wanna I wanted to tell your you know, your your listener, you know, right. to really to really pay attention to what I'm saying. And you know, like you said, you can't take any of it with you, but sometimes we forget and we think we're immortal for some reason and that we're gonna be here forever. And just to get that one inch ahead, one you know, step on somebody's head, step on somebody's back step on somebody's foot just to pass them up, we think we're going to be better off. I mean, I'm not the most innocent person. I know, you know, we've all made mistakes, but not to the extent of trying to steal from each other. You know, I've never made, made a mistake to intentionally try to steal from somebody or screw somebody over intentionally. And that scares me when people do that. Dude, they don't, they don't stop. They don't stop. I mean, friend of mine, they work for me, my worker. But I, I look at him, I'm like, what, what, are you, what are you trying to do? All these years, I've been giving you everything. Like, dude, there's a guy, I gave him a house when I was sick. Then to end up, he, I'm trying to find out he's stealing an extra $5,000 for an extra. And I'm, I'm looking, I'm like, are you serious? Wow. Dude, I gave you, you $150,000 house when I was sick. What were you thinking? I'm sorry and crying. I'm like, dude, I, I forgive everybody. That's another thing. My wife gets so mad at me. Why you forgive everybody? I said, because, you know, honey, I just want them to know that they made a mistake. And hopefully by me forgiving them, you know what I'm saying? They're going to really like, you know, like do better. You know what I'm saying? Because let's face it, man, negativity is not going to work. If it works, all those people in prison, right. they get out, they'll never do it. Except they get out and they do the same exact thing again. So negativity doesn't work. I like love. I like, you know, to, to help people, take care of people. But anyway, man, back to the corona, you know, yeah. you really need, people need seriously to listen to me. Mm -hmm. You guys, you got to stay home. You got to follow direction and instruction because we all know. I don't know if you know that, but, you know, like with me doing so much research and stuff, especially like, you know, like I didn't, we didn't have cancer in my family and I want to mm -hmm. know how I get cancer and stuff. Right. You know. The thing is, the thing is, every each individual on a daily basis—you, your brother, your mom, everybody, every day—they get thousands of cells of cancerous cells inside you. But that's not mean you get cancer. Right. Your body, what we talked about, we have the antibody and all that cells and stuff, so they destroy it. You know what I'm saying? So you know, so imagine if every one of us have those—we don't have the mechanism that works. So you you'll end up dead. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I want to tell people, please, 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 instead of taking vitamin C, you know, taking it, try to eat 
food high in vitamin C. Like, mm. you know, put, put some lime or lemon in your water. Mm. You know, eat some pineapple. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Keep, your, keep your sugar low, you know, or, you know, like we're talking even natural sugar. But regular sugar, you got to stay away from it completely. Because I give you an example. If me and you, we have a cup of tea, right? Mm-hmm. And you put tea, tea, two teaspoons of sugar in it, and I drink the tea without anything, and we went to meet somebody, and he have a cold. Let's not mm-hmm. even go to corona. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Right. Because you had that sugar, you have 50% chances of getting it because your immune system is 50% lower than mine. You see what I'm saying? That's what right. the sugar does. It, it brings your immunity down. So stay away from sugar, you guys. Make sure you eat a lot of green leafy stuff because they have it's high in iron. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Make sure you get plenty of sleep. And most importantly, stay positive. Mm-hmm. Stay positive. Some workouts are amazing at home. Mm-hmm. Little push-ups, little pull-ups, whatever you can do. And, if you know, if you live in a building, that's what you do. Just mm-hmm. put the TV on. And just run in your place, man. Just like 10, 15 minutes, even five minutes. You know, even less than baby, you know, steps. We don't want baby steps, even less. Start with five, next day be seven, maybe 10. You know, and if you have, if you have, you know, around you streets, you can walk and or trees or whatever, be even better. You know, take a walk. But make sure you stay away from people, please. Stay away from people. If you got to go to a supermarket, make sure you put a good mask, you know, to protect others. And to protect yourself, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because right. the young guys, they can be carrier. Like I just went to a supermarket now, you know, I have my mask, I have my gargle, and, and everybody's mm-hmm. looking at me like, me, yeah, nice. I'm like, yeah, nice. I was just at the hospital, you know, helping, right. volunteering. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nice. I said, all of you should be wearing the same because you're in New York. You don't know what's going on. I mean, it's 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 really, really, man. These people taking it like I think they live in La La Land, really. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad. I feel bad that you know the the, the authorities not really doing like what in India. I mean, I don't want them to slap people and right. smack them like in India doing. Right. But really, they should start telling you guys. You gotta stay home, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta stay home. You you gotta spread it. You know, we need to stop it. I mean, look, China, they, they kept people one month. They kept their people one month at home. But yeah. now they're back in business. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's all, man. That's all. I mean, that's all I really want to say. I, I want right. to like, when we know anything, you know, good, please pay it forward. If you have something bad, please keep it to yourself <laughs> because people... You know, because this world, man, is full of negativity, seriously. Right. So we want to stay on the positive. We, we, have to, we have to help one another, you know. You know, like I saw my neighbor. I asked him, hey, you know, he's a little older. You need anything? He goes, where are you going? I said, I'm going to go to a grocery, you know. Like, I give him a call. He said, yeah, you know, I need this, this, and that. So you know what? I got him a couple of things, put it in his garage. Because right. I know he's old. I don't want to even go near him. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. He said, how much I owe you? I said, listen, I mean, he came up like 50 bucks. I said, listen, you pay me later. Here, I'll send it to you as a text. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, like this is, you know, like if you can do any little things, man, to help one another, mm-hmm. this is what life is all about, man. Yeah. This is what life is all about, really. Not about screwing each other to make more money. Right. Because look at everybody, everybody in the world now, the biggest leader, the, all the doctor, researcher and everything. And they can't figure this out. But meanwhile, right. everybody on WhatsApp and on their <laughs> phone sending joke about it. Dude, it's not a joke. Maybe this is time to say, oh, my God, what are we doing? Instead of laughing, start praying. Start praying. Start asking God for some help, you guys. Seriously. Right. Well, that, that was one thing that I touched upon in an earlier interview with somebody else this morning. We were talking about how all the houses of worship have closed. But thanks to... You know, YouTube, WhatsApp, Facebook Live, you know, all these social media platforms that we have, I can now watch a church service from Beirut or from Jerusalem, Australia, Georgia, Russia, anywhere in the United States, and still, you know, get my prayer service, uh, you know, that way through social networking. So, so even though physically I can't be there, at least I still have a spiritual community one way or another. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Uh, George, I wanted to ask you, since your wife is a doctor and the news of the coronavirus hit, what was her first reaction to all of this and knowing what was coming to the United States if we didn't prepare ourselves? 
Well, you know what? It's so funny you said that because uh, as soon as the president said, you know, we got to shut down this, she goes, you know, if there is any time they should shut down, the, our border is now. Because everybody, like, you know, like, believe me, you know, he's not, he's not my, you know, favorite cup of tea, you uh-huh. know, but he still is our president and we need to respect him. He's in mm-hmm. power. Instead of me screwing him, like mm-hmm. some people do. Dude, try to help one another. Right. You know, the guy can't do anything right. Please, how can he do anything right? Everything <laughs> you guys keep attacking him. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? Instead, maybe you can give him some, you know, some, some, you know, uh, morality by being nice to him. Like say, hey, let's stick together, man. Mm-hmm. So, the, you know, that's why my wife, she was so mad. She said he would have, he should have done this long time ago, shut down everything, no traveling, no nothing. Mm-hmm. So we can contain it a little more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, unfortunately, it's all over right now. Mm-hmm. We can still do a better job than what we're doing, like I said, by, you know, by, by really give the authority mm-hmm. some chance to explain to people, listen, man, stay home. Mm-hmm. Like somebody really have to come and, and take, take charge and, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I know what President Trump's trying to do. He's trying to give people hope. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like for an example, he was talking not yesterday or the day before. Yeah. He was saying, you know, like, I'm hoping by Easter, yeah. you know, you, you know, the church will be open and stuff. Everybody, he said he's hoping, right? And everybody's yeah. like, oh, my God, what an asshole. He wanted, dude, he didn't say he wanted, he want people to go back. <laughs> right. He's just saying, I'm hoping. It's mm-hmm. a wishful thinking. You know what I'm saying? But I don't understand why they keep attacking each other, man. Let's work together. Let's figure something out. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. Right. Yeah, because Russia, as soon as they got word of anything, they shut everything down. Everyone went on quarantine for two weeks. Anyone that came into Russia instantly quarantined. Anyone that was visiting Russia with a visa that was expiring in three months sent home. Like, automatically, Russia shut everything down. And I think their cases are still under 600 people in all of Russia. And and, and you know what's so funny? Hmm. You You're saying this. But some people out there, they still actually believe it's conspiracy theory. Oh, they're doing this because the Democrat, they want to bankrupt. I mean, are you stupid? Yeah. You know, like, who would actually think this way? What is wrong with these people? Yeah. Dude, this is him the whole world. This is him the whole world. The only the only thing, like I said, you know, they're, they're worried. Like, right now, they're worried about the corona. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason why I think, you know, the president was trying to be optimistic because I'm telling you guys, if the market is going to crash, yeah. a lot of people are going to die. Mm-hmm. Not from Corona, from suicide, mm-hmm. from freaking killing each other. I mean, th- this is all what we, you know, this is what we're like hoping it's not going to happen. Right. So instead, let's get together. Let's give each other a hand and try to freaking kill that beast. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, George, you know, with the fitness thing and being stuck at home, you know, it's a good time for everyone to, to start exercising. And even though that the gyms are closed, you know, like you said, we can do push-ups and squats and pull-ups and whatever. I had interviewed uh, Alex Ardenti, who did the movie, uh, Sups the Movie, about supplement, you know, the supplement Alex industry. Alex my boy. <laughs> yeah. Super nice guy. Come on, Alex. And we were talking about how heavyweights versus lightweights. And he was saying that, you know, yes, mo- most of the world believes in um you know in heavier weight training but the french at one point believed in lightweights and as many reps as they could and it worked uh, fine for them in bodybuilding you know what can we do around the yeah. house with calisthenic workouts since very few people have weights or you know band workouts or things of that sort that we could do because we you know we don't have the 45 pound plates or not everybody has 45 pound plates in the house to start doing things exactly exactly you know so what you do, what you could do man uh, you know we're very fortunate to have google to have so many mm-hmm. you know uh, outlet like look at what can i do at home you know because i, I wish i could show you mm-hmm. but we're not you know we're not a video you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying right so you know you can do like i said from the setup push-ups mm-hmm. you can do triceps on the chair you know mm-hmm. you can do lunges you can do so many things man just to keep yourself because a lot of people don't understand this, but, you know, but working out about half an hour to 45 minutes a day, mm-hmm. it, no matter what kind of workout, you know what I mean? As long as it's not 
very, you know, strenuous and killing yourself, mm-hmm. you will actually boost your immunity, man, like amazingly. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have a little sweat, you know. It's good to run a little bit. It's good to walk a little jog, push-ups, all that stuff, you know, like at least three, four times a week to keep your mm-hmm. immune system in check, mm-hmm. you know. And that's all really, that's all you can do, man, right now. Mm-hmm. So don't don't think, you know, like... It, because people, I love it. Like they think if if they don't work out, that's it. All their hard earned muscle is gone. No, mm. it's not. You know what I mean? Mm. It's not. You know, you, you, we have muscle memory. As soon as you go back to the gym, you're gonna look even better. Mm. I always looked so much better when I rested two, three weeks after a show. And then I go back. Oh my God, I lift. I I grew. So you know, like so you know, sometimes right. man, resting is the best thing for you because you need to understand you don't grow in a gym. You grow while you're resting and, and, you know, feeding. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I said right now, because you're not working out, you guys, you should really lower your carbohydrate. You know, lower your carbohydrate, you know, rely on some fruit, a lot of leafy vegetables, salads, you know, protein. You know, get a mix of everything you can get a hold of. Put it at your house, you know, some nuts, this and that. So you can get all type of vitamins. You know, it's variety. It's like your dog. If you give him the same food, same food, mm-hmm. he doesn't like it at the end. Then as soon as you give him something else, he's like, oh, my God, he wagged tail. So this right. is how your muscle is going to be. Keep, you know, give it variety. And like I said, man, you can work out. You can just, if you can't push up on the wall, I mean, on the floor, push up on the wall. Put, you know, like, put resistance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Get your hands closer together. Push up this way. Four or five sets, then wider four or five sets. You know what I'm saying? So you can, you know, work your triceps, your arms. You can do so many things. But most importantly, you got to stay away from sugar and don't eat any junk food so you can keep your immune system strong. Mm-hmm. Because remember what we said, if your immunity is strong, you can beat any virus. Mm-hmm. Okay? And, George, I have to ask one question. When anyone mentions exercising and running and jogging and, and everything, how come everybody forgets jumping rope? I don't understand this. You know, yeah. it's a good question. That's that's why I said at the beginning, just jump in front of your TV. You don't even have to have a rope. Just jump in front of your TV, watching news or watching video or whatever. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, listen, man, I did a couple shows when I was dead broke before I made all my millions or whatever. Like, you know, I used to run right in front of the TV in my apartment. And, you know, my girlfriend at the time, she's like, Honey, why don't you got you know go get a bike? I'm like, honey, they're three hundred and fifty dollars. I can't get a bike, you know what I mean? So I used to do it. Seriously, this is a true story, you guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But but that's just to tell you, man, like you know, how a human mind can do anything from not possible to make it possible. It's it's really man, it's all in your mind is all in control. Mm-hmm. You know, we have an unlimited, an unlimited amount of happiness inside of our stomach. All we have to do is ask for it. Or we have an unlimited amount of sadness. We can ask for it. So it's up to you. Just take your mind, stay positive, and you can do anything. Working out, eating better, looking better, looking fitter, feeling better. You know, it's all start with your brain, you guys. Perfect. And, George, since you're in quarantine as well, you know, you come home you basically have to strip down in the garage, leave everything in there, or throw it in the washing machine as soon as you and your wife get home. What is your quarantine routine and your quarantine workout that you take care of at home if you didn't have access to your home gym? Uh, you know, this is a bad thing because I have a used gym. Right. <laughs> it's actually, I, I have a gym like people are like, oh my God, what is this? You know, I, you know what? Because, the, you know, I, I was, I was blessed. You know what right. I'm saying? And mm-hmm. this is one of the things I like to do. You know, like when Kai comes or Branch Warren mm-hmm. or Dexter Jackson or the Olympian, mm-hmm. you know, Olympian. Uh, so it, it's really cool. It's really cool. Like even Dwayne John, you know, mm-hmm. Dwayne Johnson, mm-hmm. when me and him, we used to hook up and do stuff. You know, like I, I showed him big. He goes, man, that's awesome. And then he ended up doing a beautiful big gym in his house, you know. Right. So, you know, I, I have this. But like I said, if I don't have this, mm-hmm. listen, man, I'll still do push-ups. I'll do some pull-ups, whatever I can. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I sent my friend some videos. It's, it's working out with their couch doing shoulder press with their couch and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So 
listen, man, you can you can do it. Like I right. said, man, just use your mind. Perfect. And if you can't, there's a lot of access, man. Just yeah. Google, Google stuff. How can I work out at home? How can I? What can I do at home? Right. Okay. And George, I'll tell you, my least favorite workout in the history of anything exercise are the burpees. What is oh, your God. least favorite workout ever? Uh, I used to love squats. You love squats, okay. And the one you hate the most? I love squats. You know, I really don't hate nothing because <laughs> I, I always loved, you know, like, I loved working out, man. Mm-hmm. Since I was a kid, I'm so into it. You know, how can you not, you know, not like something that saved mm-hmm. your life? And you know that saved your life. You know right. what I'm saying? So I was always into it. And that's why, like, like right now, man, like when I when I have... These guys, you know, on the stage, man, like, oh, my God, I, I just lived through them. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so, like, like you know, like, you don't even know. Like, I'm like oh, my God, when, when my guys are winning, it's like me winning. When my guy's looking good, it's like me looking good. Uh-huh. So it's kind of, I, I love it. I love it. There's right. nothing I don't love. Nothing yeah. I don't love about working out. Right. I know you got some young talent that you're working with. Um, with bodybuilding and what's going on now, obviously, everything is on hold. But, uh, the, you know, the Olympia was bought out recently, and they're finally bringing back the Miss Olympia competition, which had gone away for a while. Uh, what does that mean for yeah. female bodybuilding? You know, the, you know, the thing is, I, if, you, if, if any of you know bodybuilding mm-hmm. and know, like, who I used to work with and stuff, like, all the female bodybuilding I took to the Olympia, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They're the only one, like you look at them in the top five, only my girls, you'd be like, you know what? I'll date that girl because <laughs> women should stay looking like a woman. And I'll be honest, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, like a lot of things evolve, but that should not evolve. Mm-hmm. Like I used to love looking at, you know, Rachel McLish, you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, like her body just from top to bottom, no veins, none of that stuff. There's no reason to be the problem, man. They push the limit. I'm hoping, I'm hoping because, you know, we've been talking to all the great people, you know, and, I, and as you know, I'm very well connected. And all the, the higher people, they love me because they, they believe, you know, in my strategy. They believe that, you know, I always work so hard to keep the, the, the game that we all love bodybuilding safe. You know what I'm saying? Because this, to me, is the most important thing. That's what I always tell people remember there is life after bodybuilding you know what i'm saying so for all the women that they they want to be bodybuilders listen remember there is life after bodybuilding that means don't just mess your whole life don't mess your hormones if you want to do anything get a doctor's check mm-hmm. get your blood work done at least a couple times a year mm-hmm. otherwise you don't know what's going on inside you know what i mean you want to use enhancement i'm not against it mm-hmm. but make sure you get your blood work checked to see what's going on. Right. If something is going wrong, at least you can fix it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? With the help of many people. You right. know, like I, I, that's one thing. Like the only reason I really want to get my doctor's degree is to be able to help more people, man, in the industry world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I really like I'm, I'm all set, man. Like you know, I had a company, I sold it. I had so many things, so many venue, so many avenue. Like you know, I, I'm not even 50, and I can really, really like. I can really retire today. Mm-hmm. Now I have to work a day, and I still make good money and live great life. I have 12,000 square feet house. I have uh, 37 acres behind it, and I have another house on the beach. Mm-hmm. So I can really live comfortable. The thing is, I love bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in maybe I didn't make my money from bodybuilding, but I love bodybuilding. It's mm-hmm. something man always kept me focused, and I think because of bodybuilding, because mm-hmm. working out. I am where I am today. But you're also in the same lineage as you know, the bodybuilders that were all immigrants that came to the United States. I mean, there's you, there, there's King, there's Big Rami, there's Arnold, there was Franco. You know, all these guys through bodybuilding came to the United States and made their life here. Well, well I think I Rami's mean, still I, back. You know, remember, yeah, yeah. I, I remember I won... I I came I immigrated here mm-hmm. when I was young, mm-hmm. and I won the national here in the United States. So I mm-hmm. wasn't a bodybuilder really, you know, like a big bodybuilder mm-hmm. name before, you know, I was living here. So, so I I, I can't thank anybody except the United States of America <laughs> because that's that's where I made it. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, and unfortunately, back home, bro, like, you know, in Lebanon, or all, you know, like I said, all the Arab countries, man, they have nothing to offer, you know, people like me or, or people who's like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, even now, man, like, they say, oh, you're the best nutritionist in the world, and I hear it in the magazine here and stuff. I go back home, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> you know, like, seriously? You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this is so sad, man. Instead of, like, saying, wow, you know, man, you're a great guy. Let's put you in the magazine here. and You know, mm-hmm. it's not like I want to, but I'm, or what I'm saying is, like, mm-hmm. You know, like, why in the United States they call me on Good Morning America a couple of times? Mm-hmm. Why I've been on Generation Iron many times? Yeah. Like, you know, why I'm always going on TV? But then, you know, when you go to, to visit your mom and dad in your homeland, mm-hmm. nobody gives a crap. So it's not just me. Everywhere. Big Rami, uh, all those guys, Aisa, all those guys from, you know, overseas. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody give you the opportunity like the United States. And right. that's why we love the USA. That's mm-hmm. why I'm so faithful to this country. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, it. Uh, I was. There was a movie that's coming out this Friday about uh, Marcel Marceau, and I didn't know that he was part of the Jewish French resistance against the Nazis in uh, and the Vichy French in World War II. And you know, if you know anything about mimes and clowns and the history of entertainment in the past fifty years, eight, you know, sixty, seventy, eighty years, Marcel was a big name. But like you said, when he was in France. They didn't care that much, but he went to Belgium, Austria, Germany, you know, the United States, everything. I was like, oh, it's Marcel. So it's interesting that people in their own country aren't recognized for their efforts. But, you know, when they go somewhere else, they're more fondly accepted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, you know, it's a little different now for me. Mm-hmm. Because right now I get a lot of respect when I go home. As a matter of fact, they want me. They want me to be in the government. You know, was wow. and I said, ah, I said I'm all set. <laughs> I said no, I right. can't. You know what I mean? Because then that means I have to give give my U.S. citizen away. I'm right. not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Not anytime soon. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying? I'm not right. never. So right. this is yeah. So you know, plus over there, if you're not crook, you're not gonna survive. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Too straightforward. My wife, she told me they'll kill you. I said, believe me, I already know. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a friend from Australia that said uh, when someone asked him if he planned on losing his Australian accent for because he lives in the United States now, he says, I'm not trading my gold for silver. And it's the same thing, being in the United States and then going back to the old world, you're trading gold for silver. Yeah. I mean, like I said, man, you need to remember, you, you can't leave, you know, you can't forget about your heritage. Right. You, you know, because this is where, you know, that's where you came from. Mm-hmm. So as long as my mom and dad are there, mm-hmm. you know, mind you, my mom is, you know, American, she's citizen and she's the one who brought us here, mm-hmm. but she's there with my dad. So as yeah. long as they're alive and thank right. God they're still in really good health, mm-hmm. I'm always going to consider going there, you know, going there and, and consider it. You know, as right. my second home, too, because, you know, how am I explaining to you? When I go there, man, I still feel like, man, I'm still a kid because mm-hmm. your mom and dad are alive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so this is this is this is going to be a sad day, man, when I lose them, because right. I mean, I'm not a kid anymore. You know what right. I'm saying? So, yeah. And is your sister here, too, or is she and she went back to Lebanon? Well, I have uh, uh, I have a couple of my sisters there. I have uh, two of my brother there in Texas, you know, so we're a big family. Right. And uh, I don't know if you remember, but last year, exactly on Easter, a year will be a year, my brother died on Good oh, yeah. Friday, you know, a year, a year uh, ago. Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry. Uh, that's life, man. You, yeah. know, what are you, gonna do? Uh, you know, you had mentioned enhancements and people taking them, and although you're not against them, you know, so long as it's under doctor supervision. And I understand the doctor's supervision, but why are people willing to risk it? Because, you know, you go to the doctor, you get your blood work, you know, here's your blood type, oh, you're iron deficient here, oh, you're calcium deficient there, you know, depending on the person individually. Why would they listen to somebody that they just saw at the gym, you know, who's on something and ask that person their opinion, I mean, ask them where they got their stuff and then just follow a stranger's lead? Then actually go to the Dude, doctor. This this is this is what's been. Dude, that's what I've been preaching. That I go all over the world, 
I was just in India and mm. Russia and, you know, mm. like I go all over the world and that's exactly what I try to tell people, man. You know, but, you know, I want to ask you something, Danny. Okay. Do, you, do you drink a lot? Are you get, do you get drunk a lot? Me? No. Okay. Do you, yeah. do you smoke any, any crack or cocaine or anything? No. I'll go to the hookah lounge okay. once in a while. I'll have a cigar once in a while. Wait, but wait, wait, but listen yeah. to me. So you don't. So yeah. you don't do drugs, right? Why no. Don't, why you don't do drugs? Why? Because because I've because seen the effect bad. that it's because had. It's bad for you. Yeah, and I've seen the effect yeah, it's had on other know, people. So you ask, you ask, exactly. So you ask a Christian guy, hey, why you don't do drugs? Oh man, it's, it's against my religion. So you huh. ask a Muslim, why you don't drink alcohol? Are you kidding me? This is hell. This. So why? But then the same guys, they freaking take. Sterile, like they're freaking, uh, you know, like like a needle cushion. It's like mm. I'm like, are you serious? If you're thinking about what you're doing, remember, you guys, mm. your body is a temple. Mm. God gave you that temple to protect it. That means when you say no drugs, no alcohol, the same thing to steroid. That means don't abuse anything. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even meat. If if you think you know, like people eat donuts and stuff. Dude, you're abusing your system. This is not you. This is this is a temple. You're supposed to take care of it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. don't abuse anything, man. And and this is this is what's so sad because people don't look at it like mm. this. Oh, steroid. It's not. It's no big deal. What do you mean it's no big deal? Yeah. What do you What do you mean it's no big deal, dude? Look around you. You know how many yeah. bodybuilders have kidney problems? Right. They're on dialysis. You know how many bodybuilders? Actually, right now they're using IGF one. I, mm. I love it. Like they th they they come to me. Oh, you never use? I'm like, no, I never use it. And I never will let my guys use it. I don't like a lot of the stuff you know that they've been using right now. Mm. Because as a matter of fact, there's a new study now. Say if your IGF one it's too high, you most likely will get cancer wow. to manifest. So why would I take a chance? You right. understand what I'm saying? And especially so since you already survived cancer care, on top man. of it. Exactly, yeah, no. exactly. So I try to tell them, you guys, please think about what you're doing, man. Young guys, younger, 18 mm. and 17, and they want to, I'm like, dude, don't you want to have a kid? No, I don't. Yeah, because you're 18, but when you're 25 and 30 and 40, you want kids. You yeah. need family. So they don't get it, man. They're, they're ruining their life, seriously. I'm trying to pay it forward. I'm trying to... You know, push health, 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 health. Right. That's and with the competitions now, we're seeing, you know, not only the mass monsters that Dorian Yates originally introduced into the industry, but now we're starting to see classic physique again. Um, you know, will classic physique take over the mass monster aspect of the show or people or people just that intrigued by the freak show aspect of it? Unfortunately, people are always intrigued by the freak show. Mm. This is what people want to see, man. They want to see the freak. But it's up to us, you mm. know, uh, the, as a federation and stuff. And I'm a big, you know, as you know, I'm I'm with the pro league big mm -hmm. time, MPC worldwide big time. Now. Mm -hmm. Nothing else. I will die, you know, with them. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So we we talking about, like, we don't want... You know, like, we, we're going to go back. Actually, we're talking about, like, the men's physique. They're going to tone it down. The women's physique, they're going to tone it down. The the bikini, they're going to be toned down. The figure. So everything's going to be toned down to everybody can be placed where they belong, mm -hmm. you know. And the bodybuilding have a place. Do I really like them? You know, I mean, you know, here, i give you an example. Mm -hmm. You know, like, if it's all about being a mass monster, Here's Rami. He was well over 300 pounds at the Arnold. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I have Dexter, who's 230 pounds, and Dexter ended up placing ahead of him. Mm -hmm. And William, who's only, you know, in the 230, 220s, and he ended up winning. You know what I'm saying? So they yeah. placed ahead of the mass monster. So it's really, you know, I think I think they're sending the right message. So it's not about how big you are anymore, because everybody used to chase Ronnie, you know, mm -hmm. they want they want to chase Ronnie, Ronnie Coleman at the right. time. And we end up having a lot of fatality and a lot of problems. Man. Yeah. There's no reason to do that anymore. Right. Listen, they're, 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 they're going to gift you, whoever you are, or whatever you are, and however you look. If you're, if you're flawless, if you look good, you're mm -hmm. going to get it. That's the bottom line. Well, that's, you know, that's what we're hoping for. And we're hoping that Arnold comes back, you know, next year. Uh, bigger and stronger. We're hoping Olympia comes back bigger and stronger next year, especially with everything having been put on hold. Uh, no, I know. 
Yeah. And George, uh, they always talk about, you know, Mediterranean, you know, the diets keep changing every three weeks. You know, eggs are good for you. Eggs are bad for you. Milk's good for you. Milk's bad for you. Gluten is good for you. Gluten is bad for you. Uh, you have to have the Mediterranean diet. You have to have the vegetarian diet, the vegan diet, et cetera, et cetera. When people start pitching the Mediterranean diet to you, did you laugh at them a little bit and go, this is what my mom makes every single day of my life growing up? You know, I, it's funny that you said that because, you know, we grew up on that stuff. Yes. But that's not mean, that's not mean what we eat, you know, back home, that necessarily healthy. Uh-huh. You know, the labni, lahma bajin, jibli, those are all bad for you. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know, my, my only response to people when they ask me what's the best diet, you know what I tell them? Hmm. Eat whatever God made. Anything uh-huh. processed, stay away from, and you'll be all right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. And as far as milk, honestly, I never had milk. Mm-hmm. I don't like milk. And then maybe when I start, like, really stop working out uh, the past seven, eight years, you know, like I wasn't competing anymore. I start eating, traveling the world, you know, mm-hmm. first class here, first, you know, like right. all, the, all the great time and stuff. I start eating the cheesecake, the milk product that I never used to eat. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what helped manifest my cancer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, on the note that, we all know milk is for baby cows. It's not for a human. Mm-hmm. Because, and, and we're talking about, we're talking even about the good milk. Imagine right. the milk now, like they pump in it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and it, because it's so full of IGF and, and growth hormone and uh, antibiotic and stuff that your body will take it. You see, because the baby cow, you know, the, the cow, when they give, when they give, you know, a birth to a calf, the baby calves, you know, after three, four months, he takes his mom's milk, so so in three four months it'll be four or five hundred pounds. Right. So with a human using that same milk, they're not going to be four or five hundred pounds. Well, some do, but what happened is that's when you start, you know, having a lot of problem and a lot of ovary cancer, a lot of breast cancer. And I I truly truly believe that the sugar is the worst thing, and especially when you when you take it, like for an example, and drink skim milk. Mm. Oh my God! Now you took the fat completely out of it, but you kept the lactose in it. Right. So guess what? You are gonna ruin your insulin, and when your insulin level is messed up, everything goes, you know, mm-hmm. to shit. Seriously, yeah. I'm sorry to say that because no. people don't understand, man. Everything have at the end to go by your liver. Mm. So any carb you eat is gotta still go by your liver at the end. But now your liver get overworked and ask your pancreas to release more and more insulin, and that's where they're having the problem. With the latest research, they're saying that this is when, you know, cells split. This is when they're down. Now they're blaming sugar to 100% cause of Alzheimer's disease. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're blaming it for, oh, my God, they're blaming it, the heart problem, blood pressure. I mean, everything, you name it. Mm-hmm. You know, because think about it. Every time you see somebody, you know, have a blood pressure, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, if you go and check him, he have cholesterol and he have sugar. Why right. all those three comes together? That means it's because the sugar causes so many inflammation in your body. Right. You know, like, dude, I can sit down here and explain to you, you know, for, for so long, you know, what's going on with our diet and what's going on. And, and people don't care, man. People don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, I talked to you about, you know, opioid earlier. Mm-hmm. Dude, do you know they make, you know, it, it's so funny because I, you know, I was on, you know, they have to give me so many opioids and that's when I lost my mind. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And I couldn't focus anymore after the surgery. Imagine I beat cancer five months, shrunk it to nothing. And then, no, we have to go do surgery. I'm like, I don't want the surgery. No, you have to do it. You know, doctors all like, you have to do it. And I'm like, oh my God, what a big mistake. So now I'm on all those opioids and stuff freaking messed me up big time. So I lost my mind. And finally, I realized that this is what's happening. And I told my wife, I said, I'm going to stop it. She said, how are you going to stop this? You know how much pain you're in? I said, I don't care. So you know what I did? I start, I have a scale for diamond. I got it from my friend. Mm-hmm. I start every day, take every couple of days, take one milligram out of the 60. You know, I was on 30 and 30 and in between. Mm-hmm. Right. So I start taking one milligram, one milligram, one milligram after like a month or so. I stopped it completely, and you know what's so funny? The pain stopped. Wow. As soon as I stopped it, I'm not in pain. So that means it's, mm. it's actually, that's how it makes you freaking addicted. That's how yeah. you become an addict. And so I went and did some research, and I looked. My God, when these, when these researchers, they came and told the owner of the company, listen, man, this is going to be very highly addictive. 
A lot of people could die. They're going to be addicted on it. And this, you know. So what do you do as a company owner when somebody told you that the researcher and, and, and the chemist they tell you, man, it's going to be highly addictive. People could die. And this, you should say, man, the hell with this. We're not going to do it. Instead, they say, okay, well, let's see how much money we're going to make. Well, you're going to make billions. How much are we going to get sued? Well, you're going to get sued by hundreds of millions. Well, we're still making billions, then the hell with it. Let's make it. Wow. That's how much they care. Mm-hmm. They don't care, bro. So we need to wise up. We need to be smart. Right. You know, so th- th- you know like I go back and forth. Dude, we, we, need, we really need to sit down and have a lot longer interview, me and you, mm-hmm. because Absolutely. I have so much stuff I really want to cover. I want, yeah. I want to tell the people, man. Wake up. Wake up, you guys. Really, really, really right. wake up. Okay? Well, George, before I let you go, because I, I know, you know, it's late, you're tired, you've been in the hospital all day, you're helping your wife, you're helping these sick people, and God bless you for it. Uh, we know type 2 diabetes can be reversed with people regulating their sugars, losing weight, and everything else going on in that regard. Uh, one of our writers, his name's Angelo Augustin. He's the California powerlifting champion. And Angelo has type 1 diabetes. He actually developed it in his early 20s. What would you recommend for Angelo, who's, you know, naturally a type 1 diabetic, not because he was taking insulin like so many people were in the bodybuilding industry that gave themselves diabetes? A little extra to help him, you know, manage his, uh, his sugar levels with type 1. You know what? You remember what I told you to stay away from sugar? Mm-hmm. What I mean by sugar, you know, people think just I'm talking about sugar, table sugar. No, right. I'm talking about rice, potato, mm-hmm. uh, pasta. You know, you know. So if you want to have rice, make sure you have like a long grain, organic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And make sure you don't have a lot because what happens? People forget. They say I'm eating healthy. Well, I had, I had a bowl of rice. You know what I'm saying? With some chicken, and then I finished it with a piece of dessert and maybe some, you know, some juice with it. Mm. Dude, how much your body can take? How much sugar can it take? Mm-hmm. Remember what we said about the, the liver is gonna get this. So right. this is the, this is what you need to do. You need to be careful. You know what I'm saying? If you're healthy, I have no problem with you having. 40 to 50 grams of carb, no problem. All natural, good carb. A lot of vegetables, you know. It's okay, like I said, if you have potatoes, sweet potato, rice, make sure it's all organic, you know what I mean? Because it's better. It's really, really better the way your body knows it and and absorb it because anything, anything your body don't recognize, it will be stored as fat. You know, anything, any, any, any uh, stuff that they, they put on your potato or in your potato or whatever, or, or your rice. So, you know, all the, 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 the genetically modified stuff, it's going to cause problems. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, even eating organic, you've got to be careful, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I'll give you an example. If you had a baked potato, okay, and you have a piece of steak or a piece of chicken or a piece of fish mm-hmm. and some salad or some vegetable, you're good. But now if you have that, and you have a couple of glasses of wine, and you have a piece of dessert. Now you're way overboard. Now your liver is going to work really hard. Now your pancreas. So we need to remember, man, all that sugar does cause inflammation inside. Mm-hmm. And when the inflammation is, you know, and, and we know human have an inflammation, that means that's it. That's the death sentence. That's you already starting on the wrong you know, a wrong path. So for somebody like him, I honestly, honestly suggest his carbs should be all from a lot of vegetables. Maybe he could have some oatmeal, like, you know, have salt because they have the soluble, you know, fiber mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you, if you want to have an apple, make sure you eat the outside of the apple, you know what I mean? Because it's pectin, it slows mm-hmm. it down. So, you know, that's what you need to do, bro. You, you need to really be careful and if you want to have the carb, I don't have no problem, but don't eat it all at once. Mm-hmm. Have a little bit here, and then three, four hours, a yeah. li- little bit here. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then towards the night, switch it all to fibrous, you know, like a lot, lot of the vegetables, a lot of salad, and then fish, mm-hmm. steak, whatever you like. You know what I'm saying? Right. But the main thing, man, keep your carb intake low for somebody with, with type 1 diabetes. Makes perfect sense. George, thank you so much for your time today. I know we can go hours and hours, and we're going to at some point. Uh, I know your yeah. Instagram is George Farah underscore guru. Where else can we find you on social media and if we want to get a hold of you? Well, I have Facebook, you know. <laughs> Uh, George Farah, uh, George Farah Guru. I think. I don't. I'm not so good 
you know, with, with the social media. Mm-hmm. It's so funny that people people tell me, George, like, why don't you do so many things on social media and stuff? You'll get so many followers. So you know what I told them? Mm-hmm. I said, listen, man, I'm a leader. They said, yeah. <laughs> I said, a good leader wants to create leaders. Don't want to create followers. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So if I have something nice to share with people, I'll go out there and say it. And I know I get, oh, my God, you got to see when I talk about high protein too much. Mm-hmm. It's not good for your kidney. Oh, mm-hmm. people bombard me. They they hate me. And I'm like, oh, you know what, whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, the thing, the most important thing, I go to sleep, mm-hmm. and it takes me 20 seconds to a minute, and I'll fall asleep every night because I know I have no guilty conscience, mm-hmm. and I know that I'm helping everybody from the bottom of my heart. Perfect. George, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Next time you come out to L.A., we'll go, find, you know, we'll go get some kebabs and, you know, salad instead of rice. You got we'll it. Keep it. We'll keep it easy. <laughs> you, know. you got it, brother. You know, thank you so much, Habibi.